views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It is so great. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome. It is so great. J- J- Benny? Benny? Uh, hey, my God. Yeah, we're just clicking all the buttons, everybody out there. It's great. Great to be tuning us in, tuning you in, turning us on, and doing a whole bunch of cool things. Thank you all for all of your support. Everything we're doing is so fun. we got a great show for you today. You know, I mean, I got this book, Benny. And it is amazing. And so it's one of those books that you get on your desk and there's something about it that you cannot stop. You know, it's like, okay, wait a minute. And and you look at it and you say the private lives of the sun signs. And you think, hmm, let's just take a peek. So then you open it up, right? And then you go in here and your sun sign is Capricorn, right, Benny? Yes, ma'am. You go in here and you start to look. And you look and you're like, oh, what's my sun sign? All right, let me look over here, Sagittarius. And then let me look in here and see what it says. And then in the book, it starts to talk about other signs and how we are with other signs and other people. And then all of a sudden you see your entire life flashing in front of you. Because what's revealed, uh, by the way, is exactly what's going on around you. And that's how we know that we're on to something incredible. So Catherine Merlin, joining me here today, is the author of this incredible book. We are so thrilled. We actually are going to give one autographed copy of the book away today during the show. I'm thrilled to have her here. A Libra with a Sagittarius moon. Who knew? Uh, Fascinated with astrology since her early childhood, began her study with a magical and renowned Isabel Hickey of Boston at age 19. And so... What is it that we can look at when we look at this in her life? You know, how do we go from becoming these people were little babies, were born in the world, and were born under a sign. So what does that sign mean? You know, how do we look at it with eyes that are of innocence but also informative? And so she's been writing in Town and Country Horoscope, uh, set up her practice in NYC, and, you know, here she is. All of that, as well as studying analytical psychology at, oh my God, the Jung Institute. Now joining us here today with this incredible book. It's one of those books, and I will say, I've done 9,000 interviews, and I think somebody said actually that's more than that. Read a lot of books, almost all the books I get. 
And some of them you pick up and cannot put down. And this is actually one of them. Why? Because it is more than informative. It is fun. It's entertaining. You know, who knew? Who knew that Sagittarius is Gemini's opposite sign and that that actually has meaning? Catherine, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you very much for all the lovely things you've said about my book, which I had a lot of fun writing. Tell me what was the funnest part. What was the funnest part about writing it? Because I can only imagine what it's like to be you, but I want to hear it from you. Well, it was writing about the people I knew and laughing, remembering (laughs) things that they did that were really illustrating their their astrological character to me that I found touching and humorous. So, you know, yes, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Go on. Well, you know, so what you're talking about is somebody like me who goes out and gets an impulse to buy a pool table, you know, pool, to buy a pool table and goes out shopping for a pool table, buys the pool table, has it delivered in a room that it doesn't fit in. (laughs) Now, is that a Sagittarius? Well, it is because you think it's bigger than is the reality of any situation because you're ruled by Jupiter, which is expansion. And Sagittarians just have this largesse that is, it, it extends in every direction in their lives. And it, mm-hmm. it is fun to be around. It's sometimes a little over the top, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Right. Now, I guess it gets really interesting, right? When that's you and you're living with a triple Virgo and the pool table shows up. Oh, dear. (laughs) Is this the truth? I mean, are you living with a triple Virgo? I mean, this this was absolutely the truth. Absolutely the truth. All right. And as a matter of fact, I am with that same triple Virgo right now visiting. Uh, Oh. Yes. Yes. That's an actual true story. I mean, it's not that it didn't fit. It fit kind of, but we yeah. had to get like a little short pool stick. <laughs> and you had to sort of squinch up against the wall or something, <laughs> that's <it> sounds like. <laughs> that's absolutely right. That's but that's why typical. the book is fun, right? Well, I hope so, because um, I don't want to get heavy about these things. I think, I think mm-hmm. our signs are really almost like the roles we're playing in life. They aren't who we really are. They're just like costumes that we're wearing, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah. Because who we really are is beyond definition. We're all individuals. But our signs are what we come through. It's like the form that we come through. And it helps to be acquainted with how they work and to get a little bit of perspective about them, I think, and about the, the signs of the people we're close to. Because I found in my own life, that understanding people's signs helped me to deal with them well and be more accepting of them. So I, I think, think astrology so. is useful, useful yeah. and enlightening to me, at least. I mean, it's just how I look at the world. I've always been astrologically inclined myself. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are, right? I mean, you know, certainly when I was reading this, uh, I was thinking to myself, uh, there's some people that look at this and absolutely resonate with it. I have taken probably more astrology classes, esoteric astrology, than most people. 
uh, only with the intention because every time I take one, I just don't get it, right? Huh. It's not that I'm taking them and I'm obsessed with it. It's because I take them and there are some things that just don't click for me. So I right. go back and I think, okay, I just got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. I don't know what sign that is showing up. Um, but then other people will sit down like you and say, oh, I see. This is interesting. These are things that we should know. I want to ask you a question. Did you have any surprises when you were sitting down and doing this? Did you have any like, oh, that's super interesting? Well, it fascinates me. But you see, what I discovered, I never understood why I was so intensely attracted to it. I came from a very intellectual family, and um, I only recently found out that my great-great-grandfather, who was a doctor, was also an astrologer, and a very good one. I found out by a complete fluke. Wow. And so it's always, I've always had this kind of feeling for it. And when I started studying it when I was 19 with Isabel Hickey, I would sit there and she would be putting charts on the board and everything, and I just kind of, there was something in me that knew that recognized them. So it just fell into place for me. It wasn't something... I chose, it chose me. So what does it mean to be you as an example for our listeners? We certainly can have you look at me too, but what does it mean to be a Libra with the Sagittarius moon? Well, that's just part of the picture. I think people Mm -hmm. do know this, that actually we have um, charts. We have a lot of planets in a pattern that is based on the minute we were born and the place and the day, and the year. Mm-hmm. We have an exact chart, and it's it's a dynamic. It, it has all the planets relating to each other within it, and it tells a story. But the sun sign's very, very important because all the planets have to come through the sun because the sun is yourself. It's like your basic ego, your center. It's the star. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it's... Very intricate, and I'm learning more all the time. I started studying the branch of astrology that my great-great-grandfather was involved in, which is a whole other world. Wow. <laughs> it's magical. I'm so excited about it. And so it's, I find astrology to be so rich because there's so much within it. There's so many possible ways to use it. Astrologers tend to be very individualized people who have very strong opinions and think the way they do it is right, which sometimes leads to disagreements between them. Because you have to be, I think, a pretty strong individual to be an astrologer because people are so dubious of it and often you tend to get a little marginalized. People look at you oddly. But in fact, astrologers are strong individuals usually and they have very distinct ideas and they have different ways of doing the same things (laughs) so there's a lot of diversity in this field well and we're learning so much i think too um when we are asking ourselves the questions now about ourselves you know what i have found in doing this for 13 years is is that first of all we have the most incredible listeners on the planet one of the things i discovered along the way is this broadening willingness to find out more about who we are and what might our lives look like 
you know, what can I learn? What are the tools? What are the insights that I might get? And that's what I love about our listeners, because when we open up phone lines that I'm hoping we'll do today, you know, what happens is we get a conversation going about, you know, what is the universe and where do I fit in? Uh, and I know you've been doing this for quite some time. I'm, I'm curious when we come back from break, you know, are people looking for the same things as they did 20 years ago or so? Or are we broadening our expansion in terms of what we want to know about ourselves? And so this is fabulous. You know, when we come back, you know, we'll be talking a bit with Catherine about what's in the book and what can we look forward to in it? And what does it tell us? And I'm going to make sure that you have a website. Uh, We'll give a copy of this book away and much more, everyone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back uh, with the show. Uh, Kate Merlin joining me here today, The Private Lives of the Sun Signs. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy or from illness into health. Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 
If you've been struggling with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that you can't reason yourself out of these emotions. Why? Because these emotions don't come from the logical part of the mind. They are created by the deeper subconscious mind. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join me for my Breakthrough and Empowerment video seminar series and learn how you can work with your subconscious mind to overcome your anxiety. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. You know, we're going to do something kind of cool today, which would be kind of fun. Um, The book that um, Kate has put together is The Private Lives of the Sun Signs, Catherine Merlin. Uh, And what I love is this is one of those books that I cannot put down. From the minute I looked at the cover of it and then started to flip it open, even right before the show, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. And then Benny start, And then here we are now doing the show. And what I love about it is how insightful it is. But also, there's some really gold nuggets in here when you take a look at this for yourself and the other people, right? The other people in your lives. And I am certainly not going to be able to get it all in. But, you know, we're going to give you an insight. If you would like to call into the show and get a little insight um, about your your sun sign and what it's like. What you can do is call in 1-800-930-2819 and let Benny know when you were born. Uh, Catherine, what else do we need from folks that call in? Well, I'm not going to do call charts. No, on, no. On, it, would, it wouldn't be appropriate. But, you know, no. the sun sign is worth a lot. It can yeah. be altered to some degree by the moon sign because mm-hmm. if the moon is, as it is in your chart, very, very strong, you have moon conjunct Mars on your midheaven, so your moon is a dominant force in your chart. Mm. You know, so it, your Capricorn moon is tempering to a certain degree your Sagittarius sun, but you're still a Sagittarius. You're still someone who is fascinated by mysteries, wanting to learn, wanting to share what you know, wanting to share information. That's very typical. Wow. And, you know, it's interesting because no one understood why 13 years ago I walked away from a corporate career, right? You know, I'd gone back to school, got this degree, was supposed to go do some big corporate job, right? Get paid a lot of money. And and the people around me just didn't understand what I was doing. Why, when I, when I started to do this in 2003, it was like breathing, right? right. And what you just said... I'm going to pull this clip off when we're done today, and I'm going to send it to my friends who are still asking me if I'm going to get a regular job, right? <laughs> um, uh, but what we'd like for all of you to do is just be ready to give Benny your birth date, and we will have some fun on here. Um, there's so much that you have covered in the book and done it so well and beautifully. Um, oh, thank you. And I just want to talk to you about a little bit of it so we can explain to folks what the book is. But for those of you calling in, 1-800-930-2819 or go to our brand new website, uh, transformationtalkradio.com or the com, And there's a feedback box up there where you can just type your information in. 
or take your calls. I wanted to talk with you about this book because I have read a lot of books in these 13 years. And almost, I want, I'm starting to read about signs I know nothing about because of the way you've done this. Well, thanks. And I, wow. Tell us a little bit about what your vision and mission was for writing this. Well, I think as I got involved in it increasingly, I wanted people to really be able to feel what it was like to be a different sign and to have more understanding of the dynamics of, of the way these, these signs work and also to accept themselves more readily and to have more mm-hmm. compassion for themselves because every, every sign, in a way, it has a purpose or a mission or a way of being that belongs to it. And Libras, which is what I am, are um, all about relationships, and they're all about basically treating others as you want to be treated. Mm. And Libras tend to adapt themselves to people in order to please them and make them happy. And if you didn't know that about yourself, which I didn't understand when I was a kid, I thought, well, why? My sister was a Leo. She was like, here I am. You know, she had no concerns about trying to please people. She just was brashly herself, where I was much more careful with people, trying to gauge them. And it took me a while to understand I did that as a Libra. It was natural for me, and it was positive. So that's what I'm trying to put across in my book, that we all have our, our ways of functioning that we need to accept and learn to use well rather than being at odds with them. I have an interesting question for you. Um, what do you What do you think? Let's just stay with sun signs for a minute. Uh, we can talk about moon signs too. But what do you think is the most misunderstood sun sign? If you had to pick one, well, I think it's Virgo. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> you know, my best friend sitting downstairs. She would she would be number one to tell you right now. You're not I listening really to me. <laughs> It's a very complicated sign, and there are many different kinds of Virgos, but I think mm-hmm. what, really, what really drives a Virgo is a kind of a desire for things to be as they should be, in the right state. It's not that they're so fastidious or neat. I have met messy Virgos. It's not about neatness. It's about, how do we describe it, the intrinsic quality, the purity of essence. And it comes across in very different ways in Virgos, but they're... There are some Virgos who are neurotic and very fussy, right. but I have known some of the most marvelous Virgos in the world, and they've totally changed how I see that sign because they're very there for other people in the most quiet yeah. and unassuming yeah. way, and Abs- they don't ask oh. for much back. They just are very mm. service-oriented, I would say. You know what? You have just said it all, really. Um, and I, I actually am surprised, and, and then I'm not, uh, because I didn't know that service aspect. I mean, you know, but I said this before, my best friend is a Virgo, and you know, when I think about that and what that means, we don't really talk about Virgos as being service-oriented, right? Usually people have, talk, yeah, right. It's not known, it's not generally known. They're looked at mm. in a rather negative way, which I think is a shame. Yeah, I do too. And um, as I said in the book when I started that chapter out, because I have a very strong, positive feeling about Virgos, the two most charming women 
I ever have met in my entire life were both Virgos. And their charm came from the fact that they were, they just made you feel wonderful and without fawning over you, just being aware of you and there for you. And I can't tell you how impressive I have found Virgos to be when they're kind of the more developed types. Yeah. And, you know, what you said is so interesting. And I went through and I read this and what you wrote about Virgo. And I don't know if I imagine this, but it seemed like you wrote so much about Virgo, so fascinating, really in depth. Now, maybe you did that for each of the signs, but I felt, you know, I felt that out of anything I've ever read about, you know, what people say about Virgos, this was so beautifully beautifully written in in a way that anybody that picks this book up can understand it and that had to be part of what your vision was as well yeah i think i want people to understand each other and be more sympathetic to each other but i'm a libra (laughs) that's my mission (laughs) that's my mission in life i think yeah you know and yeah and i'm a sagittarius and uh, it blew me away that this was a literally hard-covered book right (laughs) yeah true. <laughs> it is. Without all the signs on the, on the and everything. But you oh, are I'm... a very Sagittarian person. I mean, your energy is very bright and buoyant and um, engaging. Are you very interested in human behavior? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I studied yeah. it for eight years. <laughs> yeah. The that has to be the life. Capricorn, too, though, right? Uh, well, you know, my friend said the eighth house, your ruling planet in Sagittarius on your son in the eighth house. And it's a very Sagittarian way of like having a vision and sharing it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, my, my friends used to tease me a little bit and they said, you know, knowing what we know about Sagittarius, we didn't think Sagittarians could do anything for eight years. And I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. But some of that must be a little bit true. Right. I guess well, every sign has it their is, thing. but then you can you can build in you can see you know there are other factors. I mean, you can't generalize to a total degree about some signs, but you can right. understand it's like the part someone's playing. But all the aspects of their being are more complicated than that. You have a you have a fixed sign on your ascendant, so you're more steady than most most Sagittarians would be. Oh, it, very interesting. Hey, everybody, let us take a short break. When we come back, we're going to go right to the phones. And if you want to find out a little bit more about your sun sign, uh, give us a call, 1-800-930-2819, or go to our homepage on the Dr. Pat Show and just type that information in. When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can get your own copy of the book, let you uh, find out where you can find out more about Catherine Merlin and much more, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Thank you. 
naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. A retreat to open your senses and heal your energy. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy Wolf for Amazing Astra Allies, April 30th through May 2nd in the beautiful Methow Valley. Open to more of your astral experiences. Learn intentional dreaming and receive astral body healings in this serene setting. This retreat is almost full. To register now or learn more, call 206-931-7356 today. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti stress adrenal hormones can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you feeling stressed, in pain, disconnected, worried about aging? Corrective alignment and integration therapy restores health. Move your body, which frees your mind and elevates your spirit. BodyWise Bodywork LLC provides the tools you need to create the change you've been waiting for. Start living a fully present and integrated life. Book your 15-minute consultation online at www.bodywisebodywork.com. BodyWise Bodywork LLC, because it's the only body you've got. Dr. Loves Quickies. Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. Hey, everybody. Oh, my goodness. I am so, so thrilled, you know, to be doing this show here today. And I just want to make sure that all of you out there, um, you can go ahead and go to Amazon, uh, or I guess it's Amazon, right, uh, Catherine? Amazon or Barnes & Noble and get a copy? Lottie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and you can go ahead. All you need to do is just go in there and go ahead and Google the private lives of the sun signs and you'll be able to find it. But it is an incredible book. 
Um, and I love the way it's, it, I love the way it's written. I mean, every paragraph has a special nugget of something that gives us some insight either to ourselves, either to another, or, I, or how we are in relationship with each other. And so, you know, this is really, it's really clear this is a culmination of, you know, almost 40 years of work here in this field. And, you know, so those of you calling in, very, very fortunate to have this time. So, Mr. Benny, let us, who do we have first? All right. If you'd like to join us here, 877, or excuse me, 800-930-2819. I have those days. You know, everyone does. 800-930-2819. We'll take Michelle calling in from Seattle. Her birth date is June 6th of 66. I'm not making this up unless she is, but ah, probably not. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm not making it up. (laughs) That's a rather intensely magical number, but I'm just, at this point, looking at sun signs, and obviously you're a Gemini, and Geminis, Mm -hmm. as you probably know, are mercurial, quick-thinking. Usually, people who like variety, who are lots of fun and witty most of the time, and being a Gemini, well, if you read the book, I go on and on and on about what it's like to be a Gemini. But how does it feel to you to be a Gemini? Um, well, I, I am admitting to some skepticism about the entire idea of, of sun signs. However, when I read about what Geminis are and I think about myself, the older I get, the more I see that I kind of fit in the profile. <laughs> um, yeah. I've had a uh, a pretty diverse kind of life, so it's all very, um, I don't know. Sometimes I wish I wasn't play. I was just, like, more normal. I don't know. It don't seem to be. I, I think, see, I think the, our sun sign is something we have to come through. It's like a, almost like a, a costume we're wearing, and... Getting used to it and getting to know it, it doesn't mean that it's us. It's not who we are on a deeper level. It's just the way in which we're functioning. And, um, of course, you can get your whole chart done, and, and it's a complex matter. There's a lot involved. The sun sign is the centerpiece. So we have to sort of come through. It kind of filters all of our other qualities through it. But Geminis, I think, um, are people who think primarily. They, they process things. They, they may feel very emotional, but they process things by thinking them. And other people sometimes get them wrong because they, they think before they emote a lot of times or they put things into words, and you may not be aware that you do that, but Geminis do do that. I have a lot of Gemini friends. In fact, I'd say my two best friends are Geminis. My mother was a double Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm surrounded by them. So I always thought I was a double Gemini because I have a twin. <laughs> but I guess oh, that's probably not your definition of it. <laughs> oh, that's a different that's that's a different way of yeah. I mean Gemini is supposed to be a twin, so you're you're living out the Gemini reality by having a twin. Wow. And is it an identical yeah, twin? Yeah, but we were or? nothing alike. No, we are Nothing remotely alike at all, yep. ever. You know, what's fascinating about twins is that the ones that are raised apart, and there have been studies on this, 
will turn out to have so many similarities that it's bizarre. It's frightening. And the ones that are raised together are very different. And I think it's because you can't have an identity if you're like somebody else. So you end up living at another side of the same possibility. Uh-huh. You know, you can't be just like somebody else. And so I think when I've looked at twins' charts, it's like I'll see that one is one is playing out certain aspects of that nature, and the other one is playing out other aspects, and they don't they don't want to entangle because it wouldn't be good for them. You feel very wow. different than your twin. Wow. Pardon? You feel very different than your twin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he's a brother. When we were kids, people would say, are you identical? Stupid people would say that. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I couldn't even imagine being anything like him at all. And, you know, he's a boy and I'm a girl, so it was a really stupid question. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we're nothing alike. No. Hmm. No. Wow. He's a very stable kind of life with yeah. some external things more interesting that aren't real looking and then I just seem to be in the middle of all kinds of little dramas. Nothing tragic and nothing amazing and I always thought I'd be a little bit more amazing than I am. <laughs> oh well we all think that about ourselves. We all want to be more than we are. Yeah. I've just I I've just kind of like this um middle of the road weirdness and I just wish it was more something. But I'll mm. figure it out. I'm, I'm yeah. growing up eventually. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Sure you will. Me you too. You have a lot of life ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, Thank you for calling you. in. Well, thanks. Well, this is a great show. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for calling in. And, you know, go ahead. I mean, I would, I would, if I were Michelle, I would sign up and try to get a reading here, a full one. Boy, a lot of interesting things. Mr. Benny, who else do we have? And we'll take Marie calling in from Bothell and uh, another June baby, this time of 23, June 23rd of 56. So, Marie, welcome to the show. Oh, Hi. thank you. Well, that Hi, Marie. Like a, a cancer. Hi. 
And I have found with cancers that um, their sensitivity is not something they advertise, but it's very much a part of who they are. Oh, so yeah. how do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, that's exactly right and makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of feeling, a lot of sensitivity, a lot of caring for other people. Right. And, um, but I think that people don't necessarily see you for who you really are. Right, because I don't let them. It's the crab moving sideways where you're just a little oblique because if, you know, I don't know why, but I know other signs can just blatantly be themselves, and I've never felt like that was a very safe thing to do. (laughs) That is so Cancerian, and it's true. (laughs) It's true. I mean, an Aries just comes blasting, you're right, into, and Aries don't understand cancers very well. So then you're in the position of people really not getting you and just sometimes getting you very wrong. Right. I understand that perfectly. Yeah. But now that I am nearing 60, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) You're more used to being you. I know. Me too, as a Libra. I used to feel really like I didn't have a, a terribly strong ego. And the sign, which is the ego, is in fall in Libra. It's poorly placed because Libra is a sign of other people. And it took me ages to just accept that this is how I was and thus to get more comfortable with it and not not feel badly about it but embrace it. And I think as a cancer, your sensitivity has a lot of value. And I I think, yeah, I think cancers are... um, emotional geniuses, many of them, because they will pick up on the emotional truth of a situation, um, which a lot of people just won't even look at or be aware of. True. I'm very empathic. I try to make people comfortable. And so it's turned out that I am a wonderful caregiver of children, old people, whoever. (laughs) That is the most perfect Cancerian position to be in because it's what you're meant to be you know right to do while i was going to college for something else to be a teacher i remember thinking gosh if somebody could just pay me to be a parent i'm so good at that (laughs) 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 i bet you are i bet you are and the lucky people who get to be parented by you Oh, By thank someone you. I've added, like, four them. children from my daycare. They're now grown, but they're part of my family. They, it's mm. wonderful. Well, that's really nice to <laughs> oh, hear that, wow. that you're able yes. to manifest your energy so perfectly. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow, this is so insightful. Yes, thank you. for calling. Thanks for calling in. You know, I was just thinking about that, you know, and... Uh, um, it's really fascinating. I see myself as just the opposite. You know, I, I wish somebody would pay me to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I, to learn and learn and learn. Because oh, you're endlessly what? curious, you know. Oh. I have a brother-in-law who's a, he's an astrophysicist. Uh-huh. And he's a brilliant, brilliant person. And he's, but he, he never wants, he never stops learning. His, his, he's constantly extending and expanding out in all different directions learning about history, learning about psychology, learning everything possible, and studying 
black holes at the same time, you know, in the sky. <laughs> and that's so, he's so Sagittarian, his mind is, embraces concepts con- continually. Isn't that, doesn't that show up, though, in our pop culture, right? Because I find it, it and I've got another uh, a, a caller to give you information, but also a Sag. And um, Amalia just called in, or she's sending us an instant feedback. She says, hi, I'm a Saggy, and I acknowledge my rising sign is Aquarius and my moon is in Virgo. Can you please explain the meaning in my particular signs with the moon and ascending sign? Thank you. Happy Tuesday. Amalia from Ca- uh, Connecticut. Happy Tuesday. But it's really fascinating because we are talking a little bit about this. I'm not sure what rising Aquarius or moon in Virgo is like. Um, but there is something that, you know, for me, I have to ask people in a broader circle to go to the movies with me. Because I find that people do not want to go to see the movies I want to go to. And now I think I understand it better in terms of my sign a little bit more, right? I would see Interstellar five times. Most people are like, I'm <laughs> not, not sitting through. No, 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 no. Once is enough, and I didn't get it the first time anyway. <laughs> yeah. But how about our uh, Amalia, our, our friend okay, here in Okay, well, her son is in um, Sagittarius, and her moon is in Virgo. They're very, very different signs. So yeah. she has almost a pull, a push-pull in different directions. The Aquarius rising is very complementary to both those signs in a way. I have Aquarius rising, and it's the sign of, I would say, it's humanitarian and broad, broad-minded. And um, with the Virgo, I think it lends a, a bit of a desire to be really helpful in the world and of service and do something meaningful. The Sagittal was once meaning, too. So this is a person, I think, who's going to be looking to find a, a way to manifest her energy that has makes a difference. But, of course, it depends on other factors, but the ruling planet of the, of the chart is the planet that rules the rising sign, which is Uranus, which is Aquarius' ruler, but then she's ruled by Jupiter in her sun mm. sign. And together... That's a very outreaching, curious, life-embracing, and positive format. The moon in Virgo is a little more, a little more cautious, a little more careful in general, just careful. Wow. But it's a nice combination because it has a balance to it. Wow. You know, it's really fascinating, you know, when we really start to look at the complexities or the inner complexities of things. Uh, Mary, I just want to say I did get your question, but what I'm going to need is your birth date. Because now that we have so many ways for all of you to send your questions in, I have a feeling this came from a smartphone or something. Uh, just make sure uh, I'll be able to answer your question. Uh, not me, but uh, I think Catherine will be able to answer it if you just send me your your uh, uh, birth date. I have one more, and I think we'll be able to get this in. Uh, and interesting, here we go. This is uh, uh, September twentieth, nineteen forty nine. Oh, this is your friend. It is. <laughs> See, Boom, there the she is. Yeah. Okay, 1949. Let me, I'm oh. just going to look it up because I that... can't. See, I think it's a Virgo. I'm almost sure. but Yeah, a little Scorpio rising or something there. September 20th, 1949. 
at oh at boy, noon. what time of yeah. day? Because the moon changed signs from Leo to Virgo. So this oh this is a double Virgo, right? Yeah, this is a double or triple Virgo or some kind of Virgo thing. Wow. Yeah, a noonish. I think you know noonish yeah, is what her mom said. Yeah, it would have to be set up because the moon cha- when the moon the moon moves swiftly, it 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 changes signs every uh, two and a half days. So you have if it's in in the middle of a changing day, you have to actually get the time, set up the chart, and find yep. out precisely where the moon is. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if we've got a double Virgo with Saturn in Virgo, mm. there, on this passion here, too, Venus in Scorpio, Mercury, ah, here you go. This is a person who's very sensitive to other people and very yep. sensitive, hypersensitive. Mm. <laughs> Picks up everything. And um, needs to be careful with their diet because they're so sensitive to substances. Um, but has a passion for life. Not a not a fragile person, but a sensitive person. Yeah, you know it's interesting because I know her really, really well. And and you know, is this? Uh, I mean, for me. I kind of show up really interesting when I'm out in in public. You know what I mean? Uh, I I show up maybe having a little harder exterior than I really do. And would this be a sign that would show up that same way as being, you know, if I'm in a trench, right? You're Uh in the, this Virgo's in the trench with me because I know I'm going to be protected. But yet nobody really sees how sensitive somebody like that is because they're always there for other people. That's exactly true, and that's the way Virgos are. People, Virgos are like invisible to a lot of people. That's what I've noticed, and they're not appreciated a lot of the time because they don't they don't bring any attention to bear on what they're doing for others. They just do it automatically, almost. So I think that's that's one reason I I really, for the most part, admire them. They're not all like that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, essentially. I think that it's a sign that has a tremendous subtlety to it and um, a kind of a a wit, too. I find they're very witty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they can make you laugh, and they can be a bit sarcastic, but in a wonderful way because they get to the, the sort of the, the core of something. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I, th- I think it- they're delightful people. Fascinating, too. You know, I mean, are we influenced by the people around us? You know, are we, um, you know, how are we influenced by the people around us and the other signs around us? Because, I mean, you know, would it if, would this be like uh, a Virgo with a chart like this? Would, would their worst nightmare having a mother that's a Sagittarius, a sister that's a Sagittarius, a niece that's a Sagittarius, and a brother and a father that's a Capricorn? I mean, you know, I think about these things because I think about how we relate to other people in the world or don't. And, well, think, you know, I think yeah. astrology helps us to accept our differences mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. appreciate them instead of saying, oh, how could you be like that? Say, oh, this right. person has their way of manifesting their energy and that's how they are. And to sort of try to be a, mm-hmm. objective about it and have perspective that this is the way they are. Wow. 
you know, I think, Benny, we have, do we have one more caller I just saw pop in here? Yeah, we'll sneak one more on, I believe. Right. Yes, we'll take Rachel calling in from Bellevue. And coincidentally enough, I have no idea why June babies are calling right now, but they are. So June 17th of 75. <laughs> this is this is great. June 17th, 75. Rachel, welcome to the show. It just must be a June show uh, here, Catherine. <laughs> it must be. Well, Thank maybe, you. Maybe Gemini's like to uh, listen to the radio. <laughs> Especially <laughs> listen to... Listen to shows that are about matters that are esoteric and June seventeenth, you said, nineteen seventy five? Yes. Well you have nice. a Libra moon, by the way. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. So you're a double air sign. You're a very positive person. But you're careful. Yeah, you're positive but you you hold back a little bit, but you um you're you're very thoughtful of others, and um, you have a strong will. But you're you're a, a complex person. You're very complex, and you're um, I think you're quite bright. Yes, you are. You think a lot. <laughs> you're a real thinker. <laughs> Do you try to please people a lot? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, maybe more than you realize. I think you you fit yourself into situations, but Gemini's normally are very versatile and very adaptable, very quick to adapt to situations that um, they're in because they have an ability to just sort of see what's going on around them and, and, you know, imitate it, not imitate it in a shallow way, but in an adaptive way. So you're survivors. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Uh, for calling into the show. I mean, Catherine, this is a great show. I mean, we have so many people that have sent in instant feedbacks here. I wish, you know, we had way more time. You know, maybe you wouldn't mind coming back. Uh, For those of you out there, uh, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and get their own copy of the book? Well, I have a a website, and it's uh, just my name www.katherine.merlin.com and the book is displayed there and me so awesome and we got a couple comments for you Catherine I'll pass along great show great show I am too a Libra always very very drawn to cancers thank you so much for the mini reading what's your website which we just you know Feedback coming back in. I love helping people and being of service. Yes, it's nice to be and have all three elements in my chart. I, don't you love technology that we get this kind of interaction? It's like unbelievable. It's, uh, cool. it's like telepathy almost, you know? It's, I, uh, it's, we, it's, I love it. It's amazing. It is. And, you know, I, I, kudos out to Jessica and the team for creating this. I mean, now it's my job to get used to all the different ways that folks can reach us. You know, Catherine, thank you so much. It's a phenomenal book. I can't wait to finish my shows today so I can read more. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you. It was a pleasure to talk to you. It was a lot of fun. Totally a lot of fun. Uh, And I'm going to have to call you so you could uh, give me the full scoop, schedule some time with you. Thank you so much for everything. Wow. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Mm -hmm. 